time. <laughs> Every week we say that. We should time this. And then I always forget to time it. Okay, one second. Right? And now I'm timing. Okay. Right. Yeah. So this has almost been uh, becoming a regular thing. I know, yeah. <laughs> like yeah. Once like, every two weeks. It's... Well, the, the, the gap between the last one and the one before that was three, I think. And I yeah. think this is similar. Yeah, Maybe. it was a three weeks, right? Yeah. Okay. We're yeah. just patting but, ourselves on the yeah. back for being <laughs> every, relatively yeah. regular with this. It, it feels like every week, yeah. but it's actually every three weeks. Okay, this is that's like not episode twenty seven or something or twenty eight. Yeah, that's in so, three years. Uh, yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, the first year was a bit slow. Yeah, one every it's year. Our feet, yeah. you know, it's a manual thing. And now, yeah, yeah, so it feels like it's so regular now. Yeah. But then you see podcasts like uh, you're wrong about where they do a huge amount of research and they're doing it once every two weeks. Well, I guess they're doing it full time. I guess, yeah, there point. must be. Yeah, we could do it every two oh, weeks if we did it full time. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. You'd probably find reasons not to. Yeah. So how are you at the moment? Yeah, grand, grand. Mm, Back to a, work. Yeah. You know, it's not complaining about that. Yeah. As I, teachers, we don't expect it to be. Yeah. You know? <laughs> no, not at all. Yeah. It's funny because we're not really teachers at the moment. We're recruiters. We're recruiters. We're trying yeah. to recruit students. We're just, just staring wistfully out windows yeah. going, I think that could be a student. You know, but, uh, no, yeah, because yeah. it's this thing of like, you know, we need to get more people, we mm. need to get more numbers. Like, where do you expect us to magically conjure yeah. these students up I could from? I stick my head out the window and start shouting yeah. at people, is it passers-by? Passers-by. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and but our, tapping people on the shoulder at yeah. bus stops. Are you, but, you know, are you interested in doing a course? You look stupid. You could use some education. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's the wrong approach yeah because yeah. I've heard of people apparently people are going back to the whole leaflet thing handing out leaflets. oh really oh my god back to those yeah. days yeah there which would be a town crier out I of the d- gate kind of, you know? yeah, yeah. <laughs> For all the good which do. I don't think works no. but um, right so we said again that we were going to time this, this one thing. so we'll get into it very quickly so so this week we said we were going to talk about um, a podca- podcast called The Witness mm-hmm. and then the film The Green Knight and Kanye West's new album Donda. Okay, what do you want to start with? We start with The Witness. And here comes Lorraine's amazing introduction. <laughs> In 2005, Joseph O'Callaghan's testimony helped convict two drug-dealing gangsters for murder and he became the youngest person ever to enter the Witness Protection Programme in Ireland. Now, as the men he put away agitate for release, he tells his extraordinary life story in his own words for the first time. Following the publication of Nicola Tallent's best-selling book, The Witness, The Witness, in his own words, is an ambitious and powerful 10-part documentary podcast series produced by Yellow Path Productions. Told in a raw, honest, and in many ways innocent voice, the podcast examines the ways in which young people can so easily, and oftentimes unwillingly, be lured into a life of crime. Um, so you had uh, told me about this mm, yeah so I heard about this podcast and um, so it's called The Witness uh, in his own words and it's uh, a, based on a book caught by Nicola Talent is the name of that Talent is the name of yeah. that crime journalist okay. and she'd written a book about this about this man called Joseph O'Callaghan right. who apparently was the youngest person ever to enter the Witness Protection Programme in Ireland right. and the whole podcast is him telling his story and when I started listening to that and when I heard actually that it was just going to be one person telling the story the whole time. And there yeah. are a few other interviews, but they're very, very short. It's very mainly brief, his story. Yeah. But I was thinking, oh, I wonder, will this get a bit boring after? Because I'm just yeah. so not used to listening yeah. to podcasts like that. But uh, I didn't find it like that, that at all. No. I, think, I found mm. that the whole podcast... So he tells a story about how 
as a young he was growing up in Ballymun and um, I think it was before was it when they moved to Blanchardstown at one stage yeah no he he, he grew up in, in Ballymun and then mm. he, they moved to Blanchardstown when he was about 11 yeah so yeah, yeah. And then after that, one day a man came to the door who was called Brian Kenny, and he said he was the milkman. And he and just walked in. He just walked yeah, in, yeah. yeah, yeah. And the guy, because he's so young, he just thought, oh, this is okay. So he came in and he said, he was, he was suspended from school. This guy, Joseph McCallan, yeah. was suspended from school at the time. So he was off. And then he said, oh, could you like a job? As my... He asked him for a job. Oh, he asked yeah, him? Yeah, he asked him So why did job. he come into the... That's what I didn't understand. It was like he... Like the first chapter is called The Milkman, and he yeah. basically opens the door and like... Like a vampire that didn't need to be invited mm. in. He just walked in. Right, okay. And then uh, claimed he was the milkman. And, and then I think I, I'm 99% sure that he asked him for a job. Oh, right, okay. And then they, so, they clear with his mother. Yeah, they, yeah. And, that's, and okay. that's what I never quite got from it. Why did he show up at the house that day? Yeah, see, I thought... Yeah, yeah I can't remember why he showed up in at the house. In a way, it's, it's, it's even more sinister that... That we just, don't... I think he just knew it was a up. new family and he was just checking yeah, see, them out that or that could have been it, yeah. yeah. And maybe... Or maybe he had seen Joseph at home maybe. or something like that. I thought he came in and he asked him, did he did he want a job as a helper or something? But So, so Joseph asked him, sure right? I'm pretty sure he asked him. Didn't yeah. need any help. Anyway, okay. I could be wrong, but I, I, yeah. I seem to remember that. Right. So yeah. he started working for him mm. as his... A milkman assistant or whatever yeah. that job is and it was genuinely that yeah. at the start but then eventually then that gradually grew into him collecting money drug money and he and I don't think he realised it at the time yeah. and then eventually dropping off dropping drugs, drugs through letterboxes yeah, where people yeah. were meeting them and yeah. then became his main kind of distributor it, yeah. of it and then he was really then he was in it then he was yeah. and, he, and he couldn't kind of couldn't get out yeah. of that sort of circle I suppose and, and then eventually Brian Kenny he started mistreating him. He started abusing him. And yeah, and then it, 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 like he would, the threat of violence was always hanging over him, and he'd seen some terrible thing where somebody he used to work for mm. uh, drove past him. Was it like a rival, another van or oh, something? Yeah. Work with somebody else. Yeah, and yeah. he said something to him, and then mm. they stopped the car, and he got out and beat this kid with a hammer. Yeah, it's horrific. Uh, it just sounded absolutely horrific. Mm. And, yeah. And I think it was after that that he started to he, sexually abuse him. Yeah, it was. I suppose because he knew then he couldn't, he couldn't get out. Yeah, so he was this kind of trapped kid, and but I thought the format was amazing because I'd say it's ninety five percent his voice. Mm, a couple yeah. of tiny interviews here and there would say when he the people he eventually met for a witness protection plan. There's an interviewer who pipes up every now and yeah, again, yeah, and just kind of asks the key question and then drifts back into the background. Um, but it was so compelling having that one voice. Yeah, I don't know if it was just that we're not used to that, and we we, we hear, like, like if you think of the uh, the Sophie, uh, West Cork doc, yeah. documentary, yeah. which is a real production. It's yeah, just so yeah. many there's characters, so many there's music, there's yeah. you know, and it's just um, there's just a lot in there, mm. uh, a lot of layers to it, and a lot of different voices and variety and. Um, but this is just him telling the story yeah. and he's so compelling he's, the way he yeah, tells it yeah you know? he really is and he's such a good storyteller yeah. and he's got an amazing memory the yeah, detail he really that has. he remembers and it doesn't yeah. seem like he's making any of it up or no, lying he or really, anything he's very like that. consistent all the way through but yeah. he but there are moments in it where you know he's not a writer as such but some mm. of the descriptions he uses are so heartbreakingly basic yeah the way he describes them and he, and he just describes things in the simplest terms about how he felt mm, yeah and uh and it's just so simple that it's devastating you know? yeah but yeah. he was 
yeah it's an amazing story it's a mm. horrifying and terrifying story yeah, just, and, yeah. And, yeah and even at the very beginning in the first episode when he was describing I know he moved out of Ballymun mm. but then he ended up actually having to go back to Ballymun to the yeah. towers and he said he, that was his least favourite place to go where basically people would come and buy drugs yeah. from him and there was there was uh, I think there's a couple of different towers there and I think some of them were more dangerous than others because yeah. one of them if you were put there it was rich people from the city were coming yeah. in to get cocaine and yeah, heroin and everything else but then there was others that were really really dangerous but yeah because in you know I've had students kind of I remember in a documentary class a couple of years ago we were talking about ideas in the very first class and yeah. some of them were from Ballymun and they started they had ideas about documentaries about Ballymun yeah. and they started telling me stories and I couldn't believe it yeah, like I because yeah. I obviously I didn't I didn't even grow up in Dublin I grew up in the country but yeah. in the town in the country and I had no idea of that yeah. life at all and I could not believe that it's just it seems like there's like for, for in their words anyway there's like a constant danger yeah. there. you kind of get you kind of get used to well, this sense of danger around you Frank uh, our, our mutual friend and colleague Frank Barry he's a director of people don't know his work he, he did um, Michael Inside mm. he did uh, this actually reminded me of Michael Inside oh yeah absolutely yeah. but he, he he made that film and then he did a documentary called Ballymun Lullaby and Frank needed a few pickup shots, right. just little cutaways and stuff like that. So yeah. we went up to Ballymun. Mm -hmm. And Ballymun Lullaby is a, is a film about a music program in a school. And it's a beautiful, uplifting, yeah. lovely film, you know. But we're just getting some pickup shots of the area. And we were filming in a car park and, and two girls walked by. Uh, no, kind of girls, we're young women. They just walked by and one of them said, what are you two doing? Right. And we're going, we just filming stuff for a film. <laughs> yeah. And she goes, you better get out of here. Oh really? And we were just finished, you know. We were just, wow. finished. but it was just that. Yeah, it's so it's so bizarre. Not, that... Look, there's for that story, just ten great ones. I'm yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. but you know, it wasn't the kind of place that you could go to and not be noticed yeah. as someone from not there. It's, it see, it very you know? much seemed like that. Right. Almost this kind of the This was seven years stuff. ago, six seven years ago. This is yeah, and like I remember because I don't. I didn't grow up too far away from it. Right. You Where know, did you grow up? Uh, just down the road at Donnemead, okay. but it's a short drive. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's not far. But, um, so the worlds aren't amazingly different. Where I grew up was more of the suburbs. This is kind of more halfway to town, kind okay, of. Okay, yeah. But, but in a in an area that was built, Ballymun was abandoned as mm. a project at a certain point. Okay. And just left to rot, essentially. Yeah. All the amenities that were promised didn't happen. So, mm. you know, and like down, you know, down the road in Kilbaric, where the Kilbaric campus is, yeah, and the train station there, there mm. was one of those a similar tower block flats there oh, as well. Okay, you know? right, so, right, okay. Uh, it it was not a million miles from it, you know, mm -hmm. um, but like I didn't have to endure anything like that. But there was an element where you could go, you go. There's a little crossover here yeah. where I could kind of recognize elements of that, but it was. Uh, but it was a scary sounding place. Yeah, and I like it, even driving through it as a kid, you'd be going, Jesus Christ, yeah. I'm not living here. But it's because now, I know now, you know, they've, they've built up a lot of things there. There's, oh, they, you know, there's, there's, a, there's a, yeah. an amazing theatre there and everything. I know that's what they're, they're trying even at, to, you even know, at the worst of it, Even at the worst of it, there was a genuine sense of community there. But yeah. also, it was a community full of problems. Yeah. And people in that community, like he was saying in, in the document or in the podcast, that his father was very much involved in the IRA and yeah. champagne and stuff yeah. like that. Mm -hmm. And were actively... Uh, dealing with the drugs yeah, problem, shall we by say. Them, yeah, yeah. And, uh, so yeah. The, whatever way you look at it, that place had a real sense of community that mm. was struggling with terrible 
uh, problems that because they've been abandoned. Yeah, but that's the um, thing. But the, the way he describes Ballymun or the, how, how he grew up in Ballymun in the first episode, it's just you know you're walking yeah. up the uh, you're walking up the stairs to your apartment and there's there's heroin addicts on the stairs yeah. and they might jump you at any time. Or they for might your be money. having sex with each other, yeah, or they might just, be going to the bathroom in front of you. Yeah, or, it, it's yeah. hard to fathom it when you grow up, especially for me because I didn't even grow up in Dublin. It's mm. so far removed from what yeah. I'm used to. I just well, I, yeah. My my uh, grandmother used to live in Pierce Flats in town, which yeah. have really been made over now a little mm. bit. And my aunt grew lived in Ringsend Flats, who basically had a similar. Thing. But there would be stairwells in those places that were, you wouldn't want to have to climb those stairwells. Okay. So if you if you lived either side of that stairwell, there's probably another stairwell that's about a hundred yards down the road that you could go, get and double back rather okay. than going up that. Oh one. right, okay. You know, so so I would I, I could picture those scenes, although I haven't seen anything like that in those stairwells. Right, okay. I know what they're like. You know? Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's just I suppose you just sort of get in sense like you just get used to it. But then when he was when he had to move to Bancherstown, he said that for all his yeah. problems, he really didn't want to move he to Bancherstown. Yeah, that's there the thing. There, so he know? said there was a lot at the time. Yeah. Obviously, it almost sounded like it was in the country at the time. Yeah. There was lots of fields. Oh, actually, the centre wasn't there. Yeah, that's the thing. But like the thing about so when he was describing that I just thought that was so visceral just I could actually imagine how mm. what he was talking and it really reminded me of that class with the students where I could not believe these stories that they were yeah. saying and this is yeah. only two years ago mm. and they just got you they just say you just get used to it you just get used to the feeling but that every day the, that's what they know yeah, yeah you might you might get attacked you might, this yeah. might happen this might be just sort of it's or you kind come of a, up with uh strategies to kind of avoid things. yeah you know where There's to just go certain and places where you to don't avoid walk it. down at a certain time yeah, and all of that absolutely but um but he but at the same but he also and I, one of the reasons why apart from the fact that he's a really good storyteller he also seemed like a nice person he did a really nice yeah person. and that was the that was the thing of it was just these guys when they or this guy brian kenny when he got a hold of him he just consumed him, yeah you know yeah. or almost did you know he just the physical sexual abuse the yeah. mental and he, violence yeah. over and, and he had already been abused hadn't he when he was a child he sort of alluded to that yeah, and Joseph did. that there, there was some sort of abuse that yeah, had gone on there actually, yeah. so I suppose there's probably a vulnerability there with certain people that obviously these people yeah. like Brian Kenny can yeah, see they're glad to see yeah. that that, you know, yeah. that this is what they would probably consider an easy target Yeah. but just the, just the fact that that guy could just knock on that door walk in mm. do all of this and I mean it's it, it's just a monstrous person yeah it's it really but is, and, yeah. and as so as it progresses, you know, you, you you just feel he's starting to learn too much about what's going. He knows yeah. too much, and he's a liability yeah, to them. And they the threaten that they will kill him if they don't. If if there's ever any hint that yeah. he's yeah, and it's not just him. He explains it's his, it's, mother it's his mother, and, his... and he was saying that he makes a really good point. He said so many people say, "Why didn't you just leave?" And they say that people don't understand. I couldn't yeah. leave if I left. He was going to go yeah, after my mother. Happened, like yeah. people probably don't. If you're in that stage. And it's so bad. He probably wouldn't have even cared if they killed him as much as. No, but if they're exactly. going to kill your family yeah. or your your mother, especially that you're so yeah. close to, and your he sister. Would, absolutely, and that, that was it. Was hanging over for the whole time, yeah. but and he he did a very good job of explaining how he he got to the point he did, and he, yeah, that he he was almost just sleepwalking through this life, yeah, so, and you know to the point where. Whenever the next bout of sexual abuse happened, it was like, well, it this is a, inevitable. Yeah. This is going to happen, you know. Just and like he had an eight, the guy threw an eighteenth birthday party oh, for him. Yeah, gangsters yeah. from all over Dublin were yeah. there, a huge party, and then raped them afterwards. Yeah, and, and, and he was trying to say that he wasn't grateful and all this sort of yeah, stuff. And and it, yeah, but just to be that much of a, 
mm. a psychopath to, to, to do that to somebody. I know, but it, it was really, it was. I found it, I thought it was really harrowing. I think yeah. he was a really captivating storyteller, yeah, but it just absolutely. really shows how easily this could happen. Like, you could so easily see how yeah. somebody, these young kids, and I'm assuming it's happening all the time yeah. in certain areas, young kids kind of get lured in, but and it might be an actual, you know, I suppose above board job, but then they're lured in and then they're, they're meant to do these things and then they know too much yeah, and then absolutely. they're threatened with violence if they try to leave or their families threatened yeah. with violence and it's just this terrible vicious but cycle. you know it was kind of with this guy like he had a house in Castle Knock or something he had Brian Kenny. yeah he had a mm. cottage somewhere he had mm. he was he was generating a lot of money and stuff like that but but seems to be living this very small life with it mm. and he kind of yeah. go well, what are you doing this all this hurt for people yeah. all this this misery you kind of bring into the world and you, there's just nothing good about this man's life what is and he's generating all this money to do what yeah for a bigger tv for a bigger i know it doesn't seem to be it's hardly scarface we had a giant yeah. mansion and, i know that's you know, the thing living he, so small i suppose he was probably this. yeah because you would imagine with that he was probably trying to get to a certain level yeah. or that he was because see, there was another gangster they mentioned and he was kind of the top yeah, dog and he and didn't seem to recognize him as much as he would like he didn't he, seem to get the credit yeah anymore. so it's yeah. like you always think with with people like that that maybe they're trying to get to a certain level mm. or something but then he obviously had quite a lot of money because he seemed to be able to do certain things like yeah. say, throw big parties no, and all but that. also I mean I don't mean that you know it just didn't seem to have any ambition in terms of like it was all of this what was it for I know, know yeah, I, mean? I, know, I don't understand it must that. have been easier less dangerous ways to make a similar amount of money or yeah. just you know yeah i know um, I, I don't i suppose it's really hard to understand why anybody would go into that life yeah. and it, but but i suppose you could understand it if yeah you're, you thought you're getting loads of money out of it and no maybe I'm you could just, see their justification for it but also the the pain they caused to that, that yeah. kid the to just the violence in their lives the abuse yeah the, well the, the man joseph but they were heroin addicts not that that's see what, that, yeah that's but the it's thing, horrible yeah. people yeah doing horrible things on heroin you know? yeah no that's the thing and yeah. and he was saying that at one stage he he was talking about how then after so then basically and you kind of find this out from the start he was put into witness protection because joseph callan um testified to a murder that that, mm. that they had done and he testified to that and he said after that he started doing a lot more drugs and he started getting even worse then and but didn't he, once the, the guy I mean, this is a spoiler i guess but it's uh, if anyone heard the story but he had um once he had been convicted the mm-hmm. brian kenny character being convicted didn't he just make have a suicide attempt later that day the, 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 oh, do you? Oh, yeah he just went straight home he felt i've done everything i've 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 He's in jail now. I've done my bed, and then he just took a oh, massive overdose. Oh, Joseph Allen. Yeah, he took oh, a massive right. overdose. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, um, I, I remember that happening, but I thought it was after he had gotten some sort of treasure. So I thought there was something. I that think there was something like that, that too, right, but I think okay. it was when when he was convicted. Rather than being happy about it, right, he, just he just went home and took yeah, every pill he could get know, his hands on. That's the thing. Um, yeah. So, and, but then he he talks about um, at one point he kind of mentioned uh. You know, he'd been living in London or in England mm-hmm. in the yeah. witness protection plan, but then that that ran out. The cover ran out or something. Mm-hmm. But and then he mentioned meeting uh, his partner, who was a uh, a man. Mm, yeah. And but they had never, and I'm not sure why there should have been any mention of his sexuality all the way through this. But you would have thought that his sexuality would have been something that he would have had to keep from people like that. And, yeah, that's the thing. Know, I, I just was... thought it was odd the way, not that his sexuality is relevant in that sense. But, but the way it was just so 
kind of casually la- slipped into yeah, the conversation. Yeah, I, I noticed you know? that as well. Because yeah. when I heard it, I thought, oh, was that? Had we heard that before? Or was that? The yeah, first because time I, I said, said that? I said, yeah, I thought, oh, did we miss something? And not mm. that it matters, but did we miss something? Did somebody mention that he was gay before this? Or, yeah, you know, it just seemed. It was that mention up with the relationship, and then he had to end the relationship without telling the person why. Yeah, it's and uh, yeah. it was heartbreaking to hear, but mm. it's um, and it's yeah, it's just an odd editorial choice, I think, because I'm sure it it came up before that, and I'm mm. sure they interviewed him about it. And it yeah, because you know, it is something he would have had to hide from, yeah. particularly that group of people, yeah, I yeah. would imagine. And he mentioned at one stage, now this is and this was kind of one of the things that you know really showed he was actually a decent person compared to the rest yeah. of them. Um, he, at one stage they wanted there was a, a heroin addict who was I think she was from quite a wealthy family right. in Malahide or something yeah. like that but she kept coming back for heroin but she didn't have any money so Brian Kenny told Joseph yeah. that he could you know, make sure you sleep with her basically yeah. make sure you have sex with her you can give her the heroin make, make sure, sure you have sex and apparently Joseph was saying no I don't want to do that yeah. and they were all kind of egging him on and he in and the she, end he told her to say that he, he had yeah, yeah yeah but then didn't she say I think she, she said she said she, yeah. said she wanted uh, more heroin and she, she had said to the guy but this time I will sleep yeah yeah and he got he got really he got badly but yeah, that, you know? yeah. Just, Jesus Christ that's the thing so I thought it might have come up then but I also think that was just even if he was he was just, yeah. just, he, just he thought the rest of them were just animals for, yeah. for doing he could not wrap his head around yeah. somebody doing that yeah. to somebody and else. I guess in that moment you know like if, 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 his, if his sexuality was going to be revealed in the documentary at all that would have been a good place yeah to that's what I thought yeah so it's relevant, probably, yeah you know? I know what you mean it was obviously a decision yeah. that they made yeah it's that one I thought I just yeah. I'm sure that, I'm sure if you were to ask them they go oh we did it because of this yeah and you go oh yeah that makes sense or maybe they might have said we didn't think it was relevant yeah, to the story which I suppose it probably isn't either, but it just know, then so. when it shows up later I think you could take out that whole story of that relationship later on and it wouldn't have really changed the uh, yeah you could have just said relationship but I had to and you wouldn't yeah. have identified yeah, it as true, such yeah. <clears throat> if that's something he wanted to keep private yeah but I thought it was I think there was nine episodes yeah nine or ten nine yeah or ten, yeah. Ten it was, maybe. yeah it was quite and, uh, it was quite a lot of episodes but, but they were a good short length yeah like, they were nice length like 20 to 30 minutes yeah, or something yeah. like that and I thought um, I thought it was just really riveting stuff yeah there's a moment t- towards the end where he's trying to escape from the house oh that and it's I, so was, I was listening to that as I was getting ready for bed one night and I was brushing my teeth and I was just listening uh, thinking oh my god you can just yeah, you can it, imagine because he describes it so well because his yeah. memory is just perfect like he yeah. remembers every detail he remembers how he felt at the time yeah. I remember thinking about how nerve wracking that yeah, would be to, for that to happen and it, like he had to memorise the, the way to get down the stairs and which board yeah. creaked and which ones you would yeah. have to hug the oh, wall yeah. at one point he was kind of hovering above yeah, it holding the wall and the, re- the he banister he had a really good turn with you right there were some ways he described things where he just described it in such a it yeah. was so it was so kind of uh, visceral I suppose yeah. you could really imagine it he said something like what well, it was at hover or he glided down glided the stairs there, or something yeah. like that or floated down floated down the stairs but, yeah. and he was but he was so economic with his descriptions yeah they were very very yeah, impactful it wasn't flowery you know? language yeah. or anything but it was just so but it just, I suppose direct and yeah it's it, just yeah. that economy of, of, of delivery that was just yeah. just kept you gripped yeah. so I mean I think it's I, a full yeah definitely I would really I really recommend this. it it's a really yeah. I suppose kind of like almost like an old school way of interviewing but it really works and yeah. they don't need a lot of production you, you trickery it, or anything yeah, like that yeah you couldn't do it with just anybody yeah I think they have I to be a really such, good storyteller yeah, yeah. Really, and he had so many stories yeah well, that's you know, the thing so. and he just you get the sense that he's a really decent person as well Absolutely. he went through this like he's only 36 now yeah. and he's seen so many things yeah and you I, do get the sense that at the, at the core of it all he was a decent kid 
you meet him at the start he was expelled from school but only because somebody had taken his sister's this walkman, walkman. So even he had, when he did punch somebody it was kind of for he did, oh he didn't just he did punch them the, <laughs> he did say you can have the walkman I kind of tried to mold it with his face yeah. but still you know he wasn't it was the, for his sister like, he didn't start this problem yeah. but yeah he's just yeah. such a decent kid and it kind of shone all the way through yeah. that despite what happened to him he, his decency kind of remained yeah. intact all the way through yeah you know? the only thing I did wonder was you know he's he wasn't witness protection he obviously isn't anymore because no. we know his name now they never show his face I've no. noticed in articles and things like that um, but is that not incredibly dangerous for well, him there was now? one point where he was walking around and three guys recognised him and beat him up oh yeah yeah, yeah. and uh, like they but, they burst his lip or something. I right, remember. yeah, I remember. They stabbed that, him in the lip because he had it, prominent he, lips yeah, or something. Yeah. yeah, But I don't, and this man, Ryan Kenny, now, and I think this is probably the thing, he's on, He's in a, it's, minimum that, security. it's that prison in Clover Hill, isn't it? Or in Monaghan, Clonus or somewhere. It's really remember, minimum it, it's security. Minimum, it's as low. Like, I know of that prison yeah. and that, it's very low. <laughs> Let's not go into that. Yeah. But, he, but it's, you know, it's kind of like um, blue collar crime or something. Yeah, it's, basically it's, it. this is, you know, where you end up just before they release yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. And this is a They can go into the town, apparently. But this is and he's spending Christmas with his family. Yeah. But this is a guy who has been convicted for murder, mm. has never acknowledged his crimes. Yeah. And he somehow ended up in a minimum security yeah. prison. Yeah. And he, he's out. obviously psychotic or has yeah. some sort of sociopathic disorder or yeah. something like that. So. They tried to put it that this kid was the, the the crime mastermind behind everything. Yeah. Yeah. Jesus, that's, a, yeah, that's a very that's desperate attempt, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. But no, I would I would highly recommend it. Yeah. I think it's it's great. Wherever you get your podcast, podcast from, uh, mm-hmm. the witness. In his own words. Yeah. Right. Great. Okay, right. <laughs> what time are Moving we at now? swiftly on. We are on. Where is my. This phone is. It's very hard to find the guy. 24 minutes. Oh, right. right. Okay. Freezing. So, we, right. Great. Um, okay. So, we'll go on to the Green Knight next. Yep. Okay. Great. And here's Will's lovely intro now. Yep. The Green Knight is American director David Lowry's sixth feature film following 2017's A Ghost Story and 2018's The Old Man and the Gun. It also marks the director's second feature for A24 films. Here at Pop Filter HQ we love us some A24. Adapted from the 14th century poem Sir Gawain and the Green Knight, we find King Arthur's nephew played by Dev Patel setting out on a journey to fulfil his end of a challenge with the Green Knight. Through a nightmarish landscape populated with danger and ghosts, Gawain travels to meet his destiny at the Green Chapel. Yeah, so uh, we were going to watch something else. What was the thing we were going to watch? Oh, you, um, it was some sort of horror film? Censored. Censored. Now, I might the, still it's watch just it. It's censor. It is, it is good, Yeah. but I did watch it and I kind of felt, oh, this isn't as... Because generally I think we want to review things that we like. Yeah. Yeah. We'll get to that later on. Yeah. But um <laughs> but but just in general, I, I, I really don't wanna review something and I think if we both watched the movie and hated it, mm. I, I think we'd just watch something else and yeah. find something we like. That's the know? thing, yeah, yeah. Um yeah. But yeah, we kinda uh, know when we start reviewing things, you know. Yeah. I'm probably yeah, yeah. I'm either gonna we, really we like kinda, this or really not like Yeah, it. we're looking to recommend things. Yeah. Because I don't think it's I don't think it's our place to necessarily steer people away from yeah. the thing you know yeah, I just think yeah. but anyway except for Frank of Ireland <laughs> for, I quite I oh, was yeah, mixed on like it that. I was mixed on it it was, <laughs> yeah. it was way too broad but there was moments you know 
Um, so but anyway, so we were going to watch Sensor, and while it was good uh, up to a point, I felt it was kind of too like some other things we'd seen. Okay. It had a kind of a Midsummer kind of. Oh, okay. No, it didn't. You Not look at it and go, though. what are you talking about? nothing like Midsummer. But the way it ends and the way it's just there was i felt we'd been there before and it just wasn't the film i thought it was going okay to be. is it, it gory because that was the only thing that was putting me off no cause... not really okay not really. so maybe i would because the thing is i don't mind horror films i love midsummer obviously midsummer was quite gory as well but, but just because it was so good oh, yeah, i can't yeah. it can kind of i've watched it again a couple of I'm times gonna watch, i decided it, i'm gonna watch it again on really netflix good. so i saw it in the cinema which i'm delighted about but yeah. i'd like to see it again on well, netflix this time watch it and i want you to uh, uh, ask the, with this question in mind What's the guy's character? Is it Jack Rayner, the yeah. Irish actor? Yeah. Was he that bad? Did he deserve <laughs> what happened to him in that oh, film? Oh yeah. Oh no. Like he he one hundred percent didn't deserve what happened to him. But and at he's the same close time, close to that. He's <laughs> just a bit of a dick. But you yeah. know, if no, that's probably, what happens, you know. Probably I was more harsh on that stuff yeah, last year. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have a look at it this time. Okay, I'll, I'll watch it again. But, um, but and actually, funny you mentioned Midsummer because yeah. I there was a couple of things in the Green Knight that really reminded mm. me of Midsummer. But we'll get into that. So I anyway, think that so might then, be because it's an A twenty four. A twenty. Gee, they yeah. are just knocking so it out of the park with We're their so films good. at the moment. Um, so it's the Green Knight was something that I'd seen. I think it's been delayed for a while. It's yeah, yeah. yeah. It was ready last year mm-hmm. and then it was just shelved for a bit. Right. It's. Basically, a retelling of one of the King Arthur legends. Yeah, and it's based on a poem. Yeah, it's Sir Gawain and the Green Knight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's a uh, it's basically the story of King Arthur's nephew. Uh, oh, it's his nephew. Is yes, it? okay, right. But again, we'll get onto that as yeah. well. The, the the casting choices, but the yeah. um, uh, so the Green Knight shows up on Christmas Day in mm. King Arthur's castle, and Green Knight is this mythical creature almost mm, looks like a tree Look, looks like made out of, of roots and trees and branches yeah moves yeah. like a tree and his horse looks like it was made of earth and branches and twigs <laughs> and stuff. but anyway he shows up in, in king arthur's court and he issues a challenge mm-hmm. he, he basically uh, allows somebody to strike a blow against him yeah. and then in a year's time that person has to seek out the green knight to allow the green knight to return the blow to him yeah doesn't make any sense doesn't make any sense at all at the end of it I was still going did I get that right what kind of deal was this anyway seems like a raw deal nobody will step forward (laughs) King Arthur is too old he says it himself yeah and he offers weird voice yeah and um, what's his name Uh, Sir Gawain played by Dev Patel Patel, steps forward and says he'll do it and he's kind of this kind of feckless kind of drunk kind of knight feckless that's, that's a great a word, word. Yeah. Um, but he's uh, so he steps forward and he issues the blow mm. the blow is to chop off the green knight's yeah, he head he went all for it but he kind of go he's going to do that to you next year <laughs> why didn't think you about this Jeff? give him a wedgie or something yeah. but um, so the year passes and he has to set oh, off on this he has yeah, to set he off has on this to, quest yeah, he has to go you know that's the whole thing about being a knight yeah. is that you keep and is there something and... in it that, that there were serious consequences for everybody if he didn't go oh, was it, right because yeah. I was wondering was it just which would have I would have been fine with um, because of the whole thing of this knight and that the, the, the courage of being a knight and the sticking to your word is so mm. important and that your word is so important because yeah. I, I did think that I was thinking is he just doing this because he said it or is there is there going to be some other consequence yeah. if he doesn't do it and also I kind of thought is this what he because he didn't seem too enthusiastic about being a knight no he, uh, he, he just wanted to drink and yeah and sleep across the and and stuff, you know? <laughs> yeah and so he uh he didn't seem too harsh about being a knight and he seemed like he, he needed 
purpose yeah. or this was his moment yeah, you know? yeah yeah and so the year passes and he has to go on the quest to find the green knight right yes and, that's and then it's and that's... essentially a road trip until yeah. he finds that yeah uh, now we've kind of avoided the spo- spoilers yeah, at the end yeah, for what I happens really, yeah but um, so what, what did you make of it yeah so right it's interesting because the first time we, you mentioned The Green Knight and I said okay yeah I've heard of this and just the week before I had watched a film by the same director Lowry isn't his name David, Lowry? David Lowry David Lowry yeah, yeah called A Ghost Story yeah. which is a very different type yeah, of film yeah. it's um, what's his name uh, Casey, Affleck. Casey Affleck and uh, Rooney Mara Rooney okay. Mara in yeah, it yeah. So, uh, both really good actors, though, obviously, Casey Affleck is a bit problematic. problematic. Yes. <laughs> but, um, very good actors, though. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, so, completely different film. That he had, there were some things, like the long roving shots that he had in both, but completely yeah, different yeah. genre of film. But, I, so I thought, oh, that'd be good now to compare the two of them. So, and I saw it was A24, so I was thinking, brilliant. And then yeah. the first time I tried to watch it, and I just, now, I should say, when I'm watching films by myself, I'm terrible. Don't laugh. Number one. Well, I well I started to. And yeah. <laughs> I write my chuckles. Um, and I also, oh, I'm terrible. I'm like a child. I keep getting distracted. I keep zoning mm. out. So I really have to be on the ball yeah, I'm when I'm watching way. films. But um, leave my phone but, alone. Yeah, yeah, I would no almost need screen, to be put my phone on the other yeah. side of the room or yeah. something. So the first time I wasn't paying attention, and I was thinking, Jesus Christ, I could yeah. not. As in, I kept coming back and going what's going on here and then at one stage I looked and there was like these really tall what I thought were men turns out they're actually women <laughs> they were like okay. very very tall and then right. at that stage I just turned it off and I was like right I'll come back to this Try again, this again so I had to watch it three times oh, but, but then I, and I didn't know what it was about and I hadn't followed it from the start and then I found out that it was because it just seemed so over the top and obviously not realistic at all it wasn't trying to be but then when I found out it was based on this poem by uh, this really famous poem um, around you know the time yeah. of, of King Arthur and all of that and nobody knows who wrote it yeah. and everything else for some reason as soon and it's all about knighthood and kind of you know what it means to be a knight and that people would risk their lives for being knight to be knights and all this sort of stuff um for some reason then something clicked and i thought okay i can get on board with this now right. i get it i get what they're trying to do it's going to be it's you know it does, nothing has to make sense it's going right. to be weird and over the top and then when i finally watched it properly i absolutely loved it as in like probably one of my favorite films that i've seen in the last year i'd right, say okay. like up there with midsummer i just all thought right. It was br- once I kind of got on board. With are, you the t- so are you talking about the ghost story, or are you talking sorry, about the Green Knight? Sorry, sorry, yeah, of course. So yeah, so as soon, yeah. as, soon as, yeah. as once I got on board with the weirdness, yeah. then I yeah. just absolutely. But loved there's something it. about that that English weirdness of that particular period in literature and history mm. that you know that those legends are all bound up with magic, but it's a weird kind of rural kind of yeah. magic. It's very yeah. of the earth, a very kind of yeah. Um, but it's very dark and kind of scary and elemental and stuff like that. And, yeah. and you get the, the impression that, you know, his fate was sealed the moment he accepted yeah, the challenge. it was. It, and it really seemed like that. that. Yeah, and I didn't really understand it either. I was thinking, well, why did he accept it? And why did he chop off his head? Because did, did he not understand? And I was like, yeah, well, I yeah. can understand that because I didn't understand it yeah. the first time I heard it. But, but I love this idea of, you know, at the time it was kind of thought of, to be it was really noble to be a knight and people would yeah, do yeah. crazy things and almost you know do challenges where they knew they were going to be killed for the honor and for yeah. being a knight and it was all about honor and everything else and so i, and I kind of loved that that yeah. idea of it but there's just so many things like for me it looked and sounded like a horror film a really yeah, good horror film yeah. without all the goriness and yeah. stuff that i don't like Absolutely. about horror films yeah. like i loved the music in it i yeah. thought the music it's in amazing. it when listen to the soundtrack as well it was just absolutely amazing the sounds in it as well yeah. like those things so the music in it was amazing 
but then the sounds in it when there was no music there's a scene towards the end I'm not going to say because it is a spoiler but there's it's a big pivotal scene and there's no music yeah, in yeah. it and all you can hear is the sound of the, the green like moving in the tree yeah. and it's just and I was yeah. listening to it on headphones as well and I would love to have seen it in cinema now yeah. actually but um, I don't think it started here yet you know, oh okay no, I, think, I, think I mean I did see it <laughs> uh, that's okay we, saw it. we were given a, as you know part of our journalistic <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, credentials yeah but, um, but uh, yeah, I, I, yeah I, I really liked it so much so that I was thinking why do I like this so much more because mm. I don't like as we've talked before I don't like fantasy films that's why I was kind of suggested it because I thought it was going to be a different take on that I thought it was going to be a bit more of a horror film than a was oh right okay i knew it was going to be that fantasy thing but i thought the fantasy stuff would be surreal but not a huge part of the it's more the air of menace the, yeah the whole, in the whole way thing. through yeah now there's a moment in it where he meets the irish actor barry keown he he's just so good at playing weasels. strange characters he, with weasels. his weird little face as well <laughs> but there's something about him i just kind of go oh this yeah, oh, I don't know what it is because but I think it's I know because he's Irish. I know what, I'm you, Irish. I know what, what is, you mean. You know? When I think about it, yeah, maybe it's the Irish thing. But and I also all, think it's because he's very good at playing horrible characters. Yeah, he is, and he's very good in everything I've seen him. Yeah, no, he's he always is. good. But there's a part of me that kind of goes, "It's his face." Do these people not know he's Irish like me? He's not better than me. <laughs> yeah. no, it yeah. is an Irish thing though, where you're just it like, "Ah, oh, you think you're something, do you?" Yeah, yeah. Don't but be too uh, there anyway. but apparently he's supposed to be very nice in real life. Oh no, I've heard so. But he's very good in. This, yeah, know. everything I've seen him in, he's really good. Like he's very, I think he's probably one of the best actors of his generation. Actually, yeah. in that, like he's just he's good at every character I've seen. But I know what you mean though, because I yeah. when I saw him coming, I was like, oh yeah, this guy. But then I was like, why do we think that? Because he's going to yeah. be great now. He's but I, but I do think some of that is that he's very good at playing weasels. And, and, and the thing is, maybe it's nice because characters. we, yeah, maybe it's because we know that he's he does that a lot. But when he showed him at this and he was trying to be very nice and helping yeah. Patel out telling him where to go. Yeah, that wasn't going to last. But, you know, even the way he was acting, he kind of go, you're obviously not as nice as you as you seem. Yeah. How could Dev Patel not yeah. spot this, you know? <laughs> and uh, also, what's up with his weird accent? Because at first yeah, I was thinking, it was all why? Because I didn't use it. It's a very wide shot, which I love. It's like a wide shot for ages with Barry Keoghan, is that his name? Keoghan. Keoghan, Keoghan. And, uh, so I, I didn't know it was him at first and I could just yeah. hear this because you're one what's her name Alicia something the, the one who plays his yes. she plays I, two I characters in it yeah. but um, her accent uh, at first I was thinking was bizarre because it seemed like a mixture between North England and then sometimes Le- it would go into a Dublin yeah. accent Alicia Vikander Vikander okay she's from is she Sweden where is she from I think she's she's Scandinavian for sure but, okay. uh, but also isn't she is she married to Michael Fassbender is she mm. Didn't know that. So, yeah. God, right. There you go. <laughs> but um, so she's putting on a strange accent, with, accent, which at first I thought was really bizarre. But then, because sometimes it wandered into an Irish accent. But when yeah. she just put on the North England accent, and then she put on later on, she puts on a more posh English yeah. accent. I actually think she's very good at she's it. Right. Yeah, really, yeah. really good at it, considering that she's not from anywhere yeah. around there. But so when I saw Barry Kill, whatever his name is, I was thinking, why is everybody putting on a weird half <laughs> Irish accent? Yeah. But then I saw him, I was thinking, ah, yeah, this guy. But uh, yeah, no, I thought... What, a, what about Dev Patel in the... In the... Yeah, lead I, role, not the title role. Yeah, at first I, I, I thought maybe I think I thought he wasn't strong enough to play the lead role, but actually I think he played it really well. Mm. And that kind of kind of like he's a bit wussy, but the character is a bit yeah. wussy. That's the whole thing. So he's good at playing a wuss. Yeah, but given that he's, um, you he's know, a, he's a of, of Indian descent. Yeah, and he's playing 
King Arthur's nephew. Yeah, I got. I mean, look, I have no problem with like what are the anachronistic casting, or mm, the, you know, yeah, yeah. And you kind of go, I have no problem with it. It's it's fine, you know, and I like what it brings to that idea, you know. And I, I there was a recent thing where um, what was it? They had was there some TV show? Oh, that they one. Recast I know, I know a, the one a, you're a talking about. Woman as a Queen of England or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. Mary Queen of Scots. I don't I've know. I've never what it seen was. the show, but I know the one you're talking yeah. about. Yeah. People went lost their minds about yeah. it. Yeah, you know? <laughs> I know that's the but, thing. Um, I suppose that's why they do. Funny enough, I well, first of all, I actually did, I knew they mentioned King Arthur. First of all, with the first time I tried to watch it, I thought it was based on King Arthur, and then I was like, this doesn't seem like the King Arthur bit. That when is he going to pull the sword? From yeah, the, exactly. The stone. Yeah. But then, but then that's when when I found out it was based on a poem, I was like, right, I can get yeah. on board with this. But I didn't know that guy was supposed to be King Arthur that makes sense now. right okay I did not know he you was didn't notice to be when he gave him the sword he gave he gave uh Gawain the sword I d- oh. he, King Arthur gave him his sword and they were all kind of oh, oh this sword oh, is this that one? One? so you now you yeah okay now, now oh, that makes that, a lot yeah. more sense but see this but is why... you could hardly go here do you want the Excalibur yeah it's really good yeah <laughs> this, is, this is why uh, this yeah. is why it takes me a couple of times yeah. to watch it well I, 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 like, I don't if think there's not somebody that. there to explain these things to me yeah. it takes me a couple of times yeah. but um so but i funny enough i kind of because well, his mother seemed she was the same she yeah. was kind of the same ethnicity as him in it but i didn't really mind that because the whole thing was so strange if anything it just sort of added to the strangeness yeah, i liked of it. it you know I, yeah. I thought it was but i've seen a lot of people online you know like they have no problem with the idea of a, a weird tree creature. Yeah, so it's night, just but, really not you know. so subtle racism. Then, yeah, basically. it is. It's yeah. just you know. Oh, the tree is fine, but yeah, the tree. What's, that? what's this guy? This brown guy? Yeah. That that doesn't seem right. <laughs> yeah. We just want it to be accurate. Yeah, yeah. If it was accurate, that's, to be no green knight. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> the thing. It's like it's when yeah. there's a tree coming in on a horse speaking yeah. with yeah. a. Uh, this is a different yeah. world. And, and I loved the green knight's voice as well. I, yeah, do you know actor, who that is? The guy. I, I, I he uh, was in I there, the office. Yeah, I never watched that, but I saw a picture of him. I do recognize him. He's got a long nose. Yeah, isn't he? he was in. He was. He played a character called Finchy okay, in the office. He right. was uh, David Brent's kind of best friend outside work, but was a real asshole. Right. Okay. But the thing is, they made the Green Knight kind of look like him. Yeah, you could see did. his face yeah, through no, the. As soon as I saw it, yeah, I thought, yeah. That guy, yeah. But I love. They obviously added. He's got a quite a deep voice has, anyway, yeah, but they yeah. added some effect to it, yeah, and it's definitely. just oh, the sound in this, the sound design in this is was oh, amazing. amazing. But yeah. I and I thought it was beautifully filmed. There's a mm, really there's a was. moment at the end where uh, they come they they compress a lot of time into a very short yeah, period. Yeah, that's that's, that's my favorite well sequence done. of the yeah. whole film. I think that's amazing. Um, I won't say why they did that, yeah. but it's but it and that the final line is just oh, it's so amazing. It's this just, is kind of one of the reasons yeah. it's. I think it's one of my favorite films yeah. of last year because it it kind of ends quite ambiguous. Ambiguous. But it's a real slam ending, you know. It really it's just is, kind and of... it's it's great. And and the the reason it reminded me of Midsummer was the music in it at times really reminded me of it. This yeah. beautiful kind of violin music yeah, almost, absolutely. and this kind of really frenetic violin music. Yeah. It there's and then also sometimes it reminded me of music from Koyaanisqatsky. Have you ever seen that? Yes. Where yeah, it all gets a bit Blast. kind of ominous, yeah. and yeah. and there's some sound that comes in. It, it happens a couple of times, but the time I really remember it is remember when he comes across that I don't know who he is some lord or something who invites him into his house yes, and, he's, yeah, yeah, and, yeah. The, and his um, wife or lady or yeah. whatever is there that's what's the name of that Australian actor I'm trying to think of it who I think actually looks like an older version of Barry Keown <laughs> they've got, right, both got okay. the same kind of 
little eyes and big Oh, nose. Joel Edgerton. Yeah, yes. he was great in it. His he character was, was hilarious. But when he, when Dev Patel decides to leave this house for whatever reason, he's going down the stairs and there's this kind of yeah, sort of yeah, sound yeah. going on. And this, it's that sort of stuff that kind of reminds me of maybe almost a horror film music. It's just amazing. The, yeah. the music and the sound, the sound in it is really good. But I uh, love the imagery. I thought the whole thing yeah. was just so surreal and then just this idea of honor and it's kind of like yeah it's to me it seemed like an impossible quest mm. it was something he was never going to be able to but also win. I, yeah and i guess one one thing that i'm only thinking of it now is that like in, in a king arthur is played by sean harris all right yeah guy who looks like he's in his early 50s maybe mm. uh in it he is talking about feeling too old he can't take on the green eyes. Yeah. He's too old. Even though it's just this one hit contest and yeah. a year later there'll be another hit. He was very but feeble though. He was very real. feeble. But it made me think that um, at that time life expectancy wasn't yeah. 70. Yeah, so, yeah. No, so, 50s being in your 50s was kind of coming so, to the end of your days. Yeah, so Dev Patel looked like he was about 30 in it. Yeah. He was, and you know, maybe life expectancy, you know, wasn't like 50 was you could you could have probably only get to 50 if you were a king yeah we'd have that comfort to live that long yeah, that, yeah. You know? yeah. so maybe he you know in his head his life was in in some sense is drawing to an end or mm. on average you know? yeah yeah so um but it was uh i i really liked that i remember a friend of mine asked me what it was like and i said it's a real slow burner Mm. But it's really good. It's yeah, just it's so visually. You might have to watch it twice. Yeah. <laughs> it, or three it times. is King Arthur. Yeah. And they do say that at the yeah. <laughs> I knew there was something got yeah. to do with King Arthur. Yeah. But uh, and they said they did say that something about the, in the the beginning there's a voiceover, I think, that says something about King Arthur and then they say, But this is not that tale. Yeah. So they're like, yeah. right, okay, so this is just something like King Arthur. Yeah. Got it. And then I just but immediately stopped it. should have said that. <laughs> yes, King Arthur. Still so he's still in this. Yeah. But yeah, but I just uh, yeah, but that was the only thing I thought, but and maybe, you know, this is the whole thing. I thought, but how could he have completed that task and still without giving it away and still been honourable but also return home. Like, there was no way to do everything. Yeah, I it guess. It was either he, one or the other. If he doesn't return home, then they know. Oh, yeah. Because they saw what the happened night. to the Green Knight. Yeah. And they know he was going to return there. Yeah. You know? So, I, but I suppose that's the whole thing about being a knight. It's like mm. being honourable no matter what. Yeah, you don't even have a choice, if it means you're you know? going to die. So, um, so yeah. So, uh, depending on when you listen to this, this mm. is in cinemas or about to start in cinemas. Uh, if you're in Dublin, I would check The Lighthouse. Seems like that kind of movie. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, thoroughly recommend it. Yeah, me too. And I'm definitely going to be watching more David Lowry stuff after this. Yes. Just to yeah. see what else he does. I'm going to try uh, Ghost Story again. Yeah, The Green Knight is better. Yeah, okay. Yeah, but right. um, in my opinion. But it's, it's, it's worth a watch. I think he might have done some TV stuff as well. So it might okay. be worth checking right. out. Okay, right. All right, Brilliant. on to the next one. On to the next one. What Leaving the best for last. Yeah, God. <laughs> So, um, right, so we're on. Let me just check this timer here now. 44 minutes, right? So we've got 15 minutes. Perfect. Okay, it should be way easier to get to that timer. Okay, so our final thing then was Kanye West's new album Donda. called Donda. Yeah, here so, is Will's pre recorded intro. intro. <laughs> I've got an interview with him. <laughs> now I'll have to do my Kanye interview voice. Uh, here it is Donda, Donda, Donda. Donda is the 10th consecutive number one album by Kanye West. It arrives with a bloated 28 song track listing and claims that it was released without his consent, a charge his label have denied. The album is a mix of hip hop and gospel, is curiously light on drums and has a running time of 109 minutes. 
The lead single, Hurricane, credits 16 writers. Most tracks seem to average around 8 credited writers. The only song that is listed with a solo writing credit for West is the title track, which contains no music, just the word Donda being said over and over. When you have so many writers on any given track, how much of it is you anymore? Should he stick to his multi-billion dollar shoe company and just give this whole music thing okay, a rest? And what did you... Where were you on Kanye West before this album? What this, was your... This is the thing. So, <clears throat> I wasn't a fan... What was your relationship with the artist Kanye West? <laughs> Mr. West. Um, I wasn't a fan of his music, but I have liked albums of his. Now, when I say albums, I mean a couple of songs off a particular album. I think it's called My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. And there's a couple of songs on that, particularly Runaway, which I actually really like. I yeah. really like those songs. So, but I, in general, I wouldn't listen to his music much. I've heard a lot of his stuff where I kind of thought, I don't really get it. But I very much always awarded him a certain amount of respect, even yeah. though I didn't really know much about him, just because he's so lauded in, yeah. kind of, in with certain, certain people. In himself being chief amongst oh yes yeah, that's know, the thing i was probably just listening to him and yeah, going, saying how great he seems was. to be very good he's very so, talented from what i hear from him yeah but, they, <laughs> but they're even and even you know dave um our, our friend and colleague you know i in the past i've heard and i don't know if he's as big a fan of him anymore he used to kind of talk a lot about him and you know a lot of the music he likes i would i would even if i don't listen to it i would mm. think yeah that's good i can see why you'd like that so i just kind of thought oh and he seems to be doing something different as well so i i always thought about Kanye west uh, maybe I don't get it myself, but there seems to be something about him that's good, so I'm mm. not going to think he's not good, just right. because I don't yeah, like yeah, it. So yeah. I definitely afforded him a certain amount of respect, yeah. um, even though I didn't know much about his music. Right. What I, was I, your relationship? I, um, last summer, I, I found a song of his that I really liked called Paranoid, but it was sort of oh, there was okay. a collaboration with somebody else. Right, yeah. And I it's good. It's a really, it's, it has more of a song feel, which maybe that's why I like it more. But I bought his, um, is it Late Registration album? Right, The one yeah. with Gold Digger on it and stuff like that. Oh, okay, yeah, And I bought yeah. that because... And Gold Digger is a great song. Yeah, yeah. and I, I and there's a good, some good tracks in it. But I bought it because I was kind of obsessed with the producer of that record, a guy called John Bryan, right. who did all the music for Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless oh, Mind right, and stuff okay, like that. Right, you know, yeah. he, he did a lot of uh, film, he did a lot of stuff with Paul Thomas Anderson oh well yeah before. oh brilliant yeah. so uh, and he's just a ridiculously talented guy uh, and I just thought he was in a, in a, a brilliant choice because I often find when you get a tr- more of a traditional songwriter to work with uh, somebody in hip hop or, or anything like that the results are very interesting each gets something from the other mm. and it can just you know they'll come up with stuff they wouldn't have on their own you know mm-hmm. But uh, and I and I quite like that record. But then I, I kind of quickly lost interest because uh, it was still more of a Kanye record than a John Bryan record, mm. you know, which is which is as it should be. But I and every now and again there'd be a song where you kind of go, "It's okay," you know. And, uh, but um, doesn't really grab me. Yeah. And I've had really strong aversion to people who are telling me how great they are. Yeah, and that's it drives it's me never great. Yeah. But also, you know. I, I don't have that hero worship thing with musicians or anything mm. like that. I don't think that any musician is... They all put their pants and their trousers and socks on the same mm-hmm. way we do. Mm-hmm. It's just a guy who has a job where he makes music. He's just a guy, you know? Mm. And, you know, he's, there's nothing special about yeah. a guy like that or anything. Just, yeah, it's just another guy who's good at his job, if that's what you want to think. Yeah. So I don't have that 
hear a worship with musicians. Yeah. And some I think are just amazing, but mm. you know, it's just a bloke, there are no you know? measures in the rest guy, of us, you know? yeah. But um, so his kind of attitude on all of this uh, God complex, yeah, and just it's constantly telling you how great he was. I think people who are genuinely great don't need to go around telling you. Well, I suppose the other thing you I know? always thought about him was I always kind of thought that was almost a bit of a joke by him. Like it was, you know, he was so yeah. over the top that it was like, oh yeah, this is, you know, that's his shtick. Is yeah, that he maybe pretends to be really confident. Some long term performance art thing where he was just going on about yeah. radio, <laughs> but it just seemed to be one not that funny. Mm, yeah, and, it just, yeah. and it, I did if he was being having a joke I didn't see it was obviously at his own expense but I didn't see, you know if somebody's going around saying how great they were yeah. after a while whether they mean it or not doesn't matter they're still saying it yeah, it's still the same yeah. result yeah no that's true yeah and then he, it came and it turned out he does mean it and the guy yeah. is obviously bipolar or whatever yeah. he's self described as bipolar I think mm-hmm. but he's um, yeah so when it came to this record, it's been, this record has been a long time coming, I think. Mm. There's been so, a lot of false starts. And, yeah, it seems like yeah. that, yeah. And you s- suggested this, so yeah. was there a particular reason why Well, I kind of, well, one that it was very close to when we were initially going to record, like I think it's out about two weeks Yeah, now. it's quite recent, and, um, yeah. So I just kind of thought, this is a big record that's mm. come out, and it might be a time to kind of stop and reevaluate this. And it seemed like a, a significant slab of work. There's like 28 tracks on it oh or something. God, and it's an hour and 45 minutes or so. Yeah, it's almost yeah. two hours, yeah. yeah. So I said, this this might be a good point to kind of reevaluate them or mm, just to yeah, see. Because I've never gone out of my way to listen to it. Mm-hmm. And I kind of thought, there, there must be something to it. If a lot, of, so many people like it, X amount of people can't be wrong. That's what I always thought about yeah. him as well because he, he was so hugely yeah. popular that there must be something about his music that's actually yeah. good. <laughs> but I think, I think with a lot of, um, a lot of hip hop, or you know, I don't. I think if you say rappers, you sound like you're ancient. But it's it's like people in that genre. Well, it, it always seems like the story is is it's always it's almost always like Scarface, and you know, it's like came from nothing, terrible yeah. upbringing, made it. Now look how rich I am, mm. and then I have nothing to sing about anymore. Yeah, yeah. And it's yeah. it's there's too much yeah macho bullshit in that music. Mm-hmm. And how great I am, and I'll kill you if yeah. you, you know, if, you if I'm in any way disrespected. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it's just, but it's too, it's too aggressively. I was gonna say, too aggressively masculine, but it's it's childishly masculine. Yeah, yeah, you know, and mm. it's so, um, and they're they're the victim of their own success. Their music tends to be very uninteresting once they start telling mm. you about how rich they are. Yeah, yeah, and, uh, nobody cares then. So. But when I put this thing on and I played that first track, my heart just sank straight away. Oh, Donda. The first track is called Donda Chant. Mm-hmm. And it's just a woman's voice going, Donda, 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 Donda. I was going, this is not a track. This does not deserve even a title, let alone a number on this. And this does not deserve to be the first track. And it goes on a surprisingly long time. Yeah, it's longer Donda, than I thought Donda, it was going to be. Yeah. Donda, Donda, Donda. It's... I can't, if this song had, you know, like that drip torture where I drop a yeah. water in your forehead. So he could be some of that. And the thing is, so Danda was his mother yeah. that he was apparently quite close to, and she she died during a surgery or something like something that, like, I yeah. think. But um, and apparently she was apparently she was supposed to feature on this. Her voice was supposed to feature on it more right. than it actually does. That that's what I read in an article. But uh, yeah, because I heard that as well, and I was thinking, right, this is a bit strange. But the thing is, sometimes I wouldn't have minded that yeah. if the rest of the album was brilliant. I'd be kind of thinking, oh, this is a little bit of weird thing yeah you could indulge kind of it but i thought you know when it's i don't know how long it was a minute and something 
That's quite a long time mm. for someone just to be saying one word yeah. with very little uh, variance in tone. Yeah, that's the know? thing. Like, I think you can do that for a short amount of time and then go into something that's just very good and you can kind of get away with that sort of yeah. weirdness. And sometimes I almost like that. I welcome the weirdness sometimes. But yeah, absolutely. when it gets too long, then it just is, it's really arrogant because it's like you, you think people will actually just listen to anything oh, yeah. that you put on but an listen album. Listen to this. I mean, I normally play this in the thing, but this is the opening track. Your face there when you look just That's not a track. And actually, do you think that's him? Rubbish. Yeah, it is. But do you think it's something? See, this is I really wanted to give him the benefit of the doubt for such a long time. When I started listening, I think, okay, this is about his mother. Is this like, and obviously he, I don't know, all these different thoughts are going through my head where it's like, is this kind of almost like well it's obviously like kind of in reverence to her but is this sort of how he would be is this what happens to him sometimes or he'll just be over yeah. playing his her name over and over in his head is that what it's supposed to be like maybe or? but it's, it's like if you're going to have a track like that it has to help the one after yeah see that's the thing you and know, I think and it, it could have worked if it if it like bled into something yeah, else that worked really well if they overlapped or something yeah, and it yeah, was just yeah and, and that's even more boring than I remember it. And I remember yeah. it as pretty boring. Yeah. That's worse than I remember yeah. it. Yeah, because there's these weird kind of gaps yeah. in between. And, then, yeah. then, and it says down the chant. But I, I would imagine a chant is rhythmic in yeah. some way. And that's yeah. just random. Yeah. Unless yeah. there's some very long drawn yeah. out. Because that could have been good. Like, it, And this is what seemed to happen a lot during the album where there's these kind of like seeds of good idea things mm. that could have been good or could have been interesting. Like if you'd put it, yeah, if you event, if eventually that had gone into maybe there was other backing music or even, I don't know, drums I, or something like that in the background. Took, yeah, I think even if he'd gone the other way and just gone, Donda, Donda. Donda track yeah. comes in yeah. that would have impact where it just yeah. has no impact yeah, you lose it after, that's it, because it yeah. goes on for too long and that's when it just strays into oh you really just expect me to yeah, listen to anything yeah, here because you're, so, you're so great but you're so I, self-indulgent yeah, that you think that this is worth listening and to. the whole album I thought yeah. was quite self-indulgent yeah. and, the, and this is the thing about the album as well normally when I listen to albums I, sometimes it can, like, like I was saying with the Stevie Wonder one I knew that was obviously going to be an amazing album because I'd heard you know I used so many songs off it everyone yeah. said songs from Keen Light is a brilliant album but like I said I just wasn't in the mood for listening to that type of music at the time yeah. so the first time I listened I was like mm. but then as I listened more sure. I loved it and that's yeah. what normally happens with me with albums with this one it went the other way the first time I listened to it again because I was still in that ah oh, yeah I think Kanye West is slightly different to other rappers he's mm. slightly a level above I was really give, being very patient and giving yeah. a lot of time and then the more I listened to it the more I realised this is not that good. Yeah. <laughs> and he's and not as good as he makes it. No. Not anymore, anyway. It seems to me this album has, had less obvious samples in it than other stuff yeah. he has done. Yeah. Like, so there was one he did which was just a huge rip off of Lauren the, Hill. Daft, the Daft Punk song with Faster, Stronger. You know, oh, the, in, the that, in the past, he did that, he did that yeah. one. Oh, yeah. But then yeah. he did the, the, is a, was a Ray Charles thing with Gold Digger. Yeah. And then, like, some of his biggest tunes have had a lot, yeah, chunks from other songs yeah. in it. And that's, yeah. that's nothing wrong with that as a way forward. Mm. But when you don't have that facility mm. for somebody, you don't include that in your songs, then you're relying on his musicality. Yeah. Which, his, yeah. And, and these songs just feed, sounded to me very poor in terms of music and I felt that the lyrics were half-baked oh yeah the lyrics are, God, a lot yeah. of songs about God and Jesus yeah. and the Lord and all that that's fine um, if you're into that the, sort of stuff but Jesus, there was a lot of it on, uh, 
Was it about something about jail? God breathing on something. Oh, God breathed. God breathed. Yeah, yeah. And so yeah, so that that was that. And, and and actually, when I was listening to that song, there's a sample or there's a there's a sound in that. It, sound, it kind of sounds like a voice. I think it's that song, and it really reminded me of a. Have you ever heard of slow mo? Yeah. Slow mo. Yeah. I I say slow mo. I yeah, might no, just slow mo. Yeah. I really like him. I think it's just one guy. I really like the music that I've heard mm-hmm. of him. And there's a song I can't remember what it's called now, but um, it really reminded me of one of his songs where there's a say there's a there's a voice in it like that. Slow mo song is a lot better though, and this mm-hmm. is what kept happening where I could hear things that sort of sounded like other things that are a lot more interesting, yeah. but these weren't as good. And that's when my mind started to change on Kanye West, yeah. where I kind of thought I don't think he's as ri- as original as I thought. And actually, I, w- I was telling Shane mm-hmm. that we were we were talking about Kanye West, and he's never liked him, and he kind of he said, oh, he's just not original. I think there's a whole lot of other artists who are better than him, so I. I asked him to give me a list and he listed out a lot of people that, and then Shlomo w- was one person that I knew of and also um, Shabazz Palaces who I listened right. to and just a lot of different rappers who are a lot they're doing all this because Kanye West seems to do this kind of thing which is why I thought he was good he would sort of do kind of weird things in his songs right, yeah, yeah. and it would seem like he was doing something different that's what I always thought that I don't and know I think he about has West. in the past like that you know? yeah but I think all these other people had already done this but yeah. they'd done it a lot better but right. they just didn't have the mass yeah. audience appeal that Kanye West does I think though one of, the, one of the things that's, that's going against him I can't imagine there's anyone going to Kanye West this isn't really that good this is yeah not, I think that's really, a, a lot know, of it he's obviously surrounded by yes people yeah. who are just and but also fully convinced of his own genius yeah and I don't think he feels that he is capable of doing anything bad probably not and, no uh, but this stuff I kind of thought there's probably a half decent album in here yeah yeah. Um, there's maybe you could probably whittle it down to eight songs. Yeah. There's one Jonah yeah. which was okay. Yeah, Jonah was okay, and there was yeah. another one. I I think it was okay, okay. I didn't mind. There was one. The one Jesus Lord, even though you know I wasn't that much into the lyrics. I I remember I really liked the beat of that mm-hmm. one. So there was a couple of them where I thought, but oh even, yeah, this is this could be good. Overall, though, I found the the beats on it were very poor. Yeah, really boring. Yeah, now, I read I think a couple of articles that said apparently this was released too early that it wasn't finished how could that be possible it's It's just bullshit there is no way uh his record company could release that album early uh it might have been earlier than he liked but he would have agreed to a release date right yeah that's what i was thinking especially but he has done that many times hasn't he? he's released things he's withdrawn them oh when he's unhappy with them and i think this has a feeling of um like he had a folder on his desktop full of tunes that he was considering for this album and they just put them all out okay you know it right, just yeah. feels yeah, like it's sketches. way too long as well 27 yeah. tracks one it, hour 47 or something it's... It, it doesn't feel like any many of them are finished it feels yeah. like they're early drafts and they need to have the the magic in there that's going to somehow make them interesting yeah. because these feel like very basic versions of what yeah. he was planning to do I don't yeah. know they, I just find it very boring and what kept happening then when I started listening to say uh, Slow Mo or um, Shabazz Palaces or uh, Jeremiah J is another one there's another artist called Larange I think it right. is I just started listening to and I would listen to them and I really liked their stuff and then I would kind of forget I wasn't listening to Kanye West and I right. remember oh yeah I have to go back and go listen back to that other song. album and I was like that's not a good sign that I kind of think oh god I have to go I back would, now and I was listen listening to, to it in bed and I was, uh, I had my iPad and I, I was listening to it on headphones. And I would just look and see how many tracks were left. Yeah. And I was like, oh, Jesus, that's a 
since it was over. Yeah. It just kept <laughs> okay. going. Yeah, it sort of gave me the same feeling of uh, when we, I was listening to uh, A Ghost is Born. Oh, yeah. Oh, you listened like, to the, the 20th what? anniversary yeah. version that had like an extra hours worth of stuff. Yeah, and I was like, yeah. I'm happy you're left. Oh, God, it's still going. So it was, and that's the thing. I really gave this a chance. I listened to it like three mm. times or something. And the more I listened to it, the less I liked yeah, and it. I, that's and, I, and I listened to anything like this and I kind of, I wanted to be good. Like any film, yeah, I really yeah. wanted to be good. Yeah. And I, I don't, I didn't approach Kanye West as a kind of, oh, let's see what this is about. I was going to go, maybe this will be the one you know, because I'm sitting down on purpose listening and I and previously it would just be whatever drifted by me I would yeah, react to. Yeah. Um but no, it, I just found there's really nothing to get a grip yeah. on. I think Off thing. the Grid is probably the best song on the album that I heard. That seems to be like possibly one of the better songs. I think maybe that might have been released or right. it seems to I think I had heard it before or something. But um yeah, like when I first when I first started listening to it, I was like, Oh yeah, I can see why people like might like this. Mm. But then like I, I'd say his I don't know, I don't I know it hasn't been that well received by critics. I'd imagine his fans really like it because he seems oh, to have the type I, of fans yeah, who I, just love think, everything of his. I think even at this point people are going, This is it's poor, bit, right? You know? Okay, yeah. That's but this the is thing. the other one that I'd heard from him. I think this might be off his first record. Do you know this song? Be repetitive, so. Uh, yeah. Do you know that one? Uh, I don't think so. What's this song called? This is this is Kanye West. The song called Paranoid. Okay. I don't think I know that song. I guess it's forward again. Oh. Okay, yeah, That's very great. songy. Yeah, yeah. It's very songy. And I just right. think there's just lovely sense in that yeah. and just uh but yeah. um, but very uh, songy. Yeah, the other thing I don't understand this the auto cue the auto the auto cue the auto cue. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the auto-cue, I don't understand why does he constantly put that on his voice? I know he's not a great singer, but like he's not meant to be he's a great really singer. He's singing singer. that much. Singer. Singer. And also, he's, he's <laughs> sitter. He's not a great sitter. <laughs> yeah, God bless him. But it, it's it's like I think with that stuff, it's become. Uh, an artistic choice yeah. just that little robotic it's voice why do people background. think that sounds and you know good. You, you only get that auto-tune warble if you're really going off right. yeah. purpose oh, do you know yeah. what I mean so that, you thing. couldn't sustain that level of auto-tune wobble right. if, <laughs> if you were that, you know because he can sing he can he, or he can yeah. he has enough control of his voice yeah. that he doesn't that, so that's going out as well okay, as so he's really, okay right, but right. when it's on every track you just yeah. Like, okay. but sometimes and I always thought this about Kanye West sometimes it seems like he's actually going out of his way to make his thing sound crap like sometimes they put in this like mm. electric guitar thing that this yeah. with this reverb that just or, sounds and terrible and, and it's really what, out of place it'll probably be some keyboard version of an electric guitar that just sounds yeah. crap you know yeah, like I think it was on Trying the, to be crap. Now. I think it was on the second song. Was was the second song called? Um, was it called Jail or something? Yeah, the second song is called Jail. Yeah, and that has a horrible farty keyboard. Electric, yeah, that thing almost sounds like yeah. And that's yeah. I would hear that. I think I've heard this on his songs, but why does he do this? I just, like, did you see that song that he made a couple of years ago? It was terrible, and the video is hilarious. It's him and Kim Kardashian on a bike, and yes. she's naked pretty yeah, much. Yeah. But I can't. I must go back and listen to that song again because there's it's just, something it's so bad. But there's something mad about that song that. There's almost you can feel that there's a good song in there, yes, kind of trying to get out. Or, but it's in a, even in a, I kind of admire because it, it's so mad. Because yeah, see this, it's just and that's mad. What I, yeah, and, but there's 
there's memorable tuneful bits in it right you know that weird I, chorus that they have where it stops I, and then they sing the chorus yeah go, I must listen you know, to it again I, all I remember is thinking it was bizarre but you yeah. see at the time I kind of thought oh yeah that's kind of it's ambitious you know? but uh, no it's kind of sad to see it because I, I do think he has done some really good music in the past yeah. like there's there is I do think there's always if somebody is that successful there is always mm. a reason for it but I having listened to other artists now in the same genre they, they're doing the kind of slightly different um, something that's a little bit different something that's a little bit mm. unique when it comes to rap and hip hop but they, they're they just doing it a lot better and the production seems yeah. to be a lot better and they don't kind of get the credit for it and you kind of wonder as well is he sort of has he listened to all of these people and he is okay. actually borrowing yeah. it but not giving them any of the credit yeah but I think it, maybe he's been at it so long now though. how long has he been at it now it's got to be oh Carl like it's easily it's gonna be close to 15 years oh it is yeah. definitely yeah and you know i don't know maybe you just can't sustain it publicly yeah. that long I yeah mean, think of possibly. i can't think of anyone who has been creatively there's not many mm, and even if you think of the biggest long. artist you know like the beatles the, yeah, recording the, career was that, over yeah, in seven that's, years that's true you yeah know? he has and been around for a long time david bowie david bowie had a an undeniable oh yeah stretch in the middle of about five great album yeah. and most people don't get a five album yeah. run yeah. Uh, but then you know after that it was ups and downs to call it. right. but it's yeah. not even that I think it's more that there's a you're along for part of the journey with them and then yeah. you part ways yeah, this is yeah. the bit where we line up and now yeah. you're going that way I'm going yeah. that way and yeah, it's not that they're wrong you just part yeah. yeah like this is Kanye West's 10th album so yeah. maybe it is just it's like the end of the road for him or maybe but, he'll have a big renaissance but the thing is if it's your 10th album and you have lost all quality control and you think putting 28 tracks out like this. Yeah. You know. I know. But there is, there also does, it does seem like he seems to be suffering with mental health issues he a does. lot at and the moment. Know, so that could have yeah. something to do but with But none of it affects well. his confidence. He's yeah. very, very confident <laughs> about his abilities. Yeah. And the best thing he could have is somebody around to say, that's just not good enough. Yeah. Try harder. But I suppose yeah. I have a feeling he'd be just like a child thrown a tantrum. Oh, he wouldn't listen to that. But uh, I do, yeah, if you do get a chance to watch this, I do appreciate the effort he puts into his listening parties though. Because the oh, one yeah, I was talking about in Chicago, that, yeah. it's basically him and Marilyn Manson for some reason and some other rapper. And they're at this church Mm. and it's outside and I don't know if it's a big stadium or what and then there's all of these people and cars walking around and they're singing songs and then at the end of it he, he lights himself on fire <laughs> yeah I could just I imagine know, him kind, yeah. he has to he had to sit down with his production team and go and then at the end I set myself on yeah. fire and like, they go oh here we go again it's like you know the billboard routine about um Steve Jobs where he would just walk in to the all the, the tech guys and scientists eating a pear and he'd be going uh, yeah I want all of this music on that little box get on it you yeah. know and they have to go figure it out yeah. you know? but it's <laughs> like it nobody like stops that. him and goes you that's a mad that. idea yeah. why do you want to do that yeah no I'm sure there have been people in the past I, I'm assuming they've been promptly fired oh, so God, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> never heard of again With the guy who told Kanye no and he was the O was barely out of his mouth and yeah. his bags were back <laughs> yeah. but you know it, it, I think it's I think particularly with that genre of music, success is is the enemy of it. It's just, yeah, yeah, definitely. The stuff they do at the start when they're they've got genuine anger and genuine, you know, they just get too comfortable. Yeah, that's the and thing. It just, and then they lose all authenticity. Yeah, I think so. And it's a, it's a genre that strives for authenticity yeah. and it, it prides itself on it so much that when it's gone, mm. it's just you What's know, left, yeah. and then you're kind of going about. Um, there's one lyric in the song I think it was the jail song where he was 
he's worried about spending the night in jail and stuff like that and you're going you're a billionaire yeah why would you one you're not going to jail no one you know is probably going to jail uh and even if you're singing in character you're so far removed from that world if you were ever really in i don't don't get the impression that kanye is like ice cube or ice tea or anything like that i I think he had a relatively okay upbringing i don't know actually anything about where he's from or his upbringing but you kind of just get that impression i don't i don't imagine there's going to be any future kind of boys in the hood style movie no. where one of the characters is a young Kanye in yeah. the terrible circle he had I don't think so I think I he think might so. be like Drake in that way doesn't Drake get a lot of uh, yeah. he, he gets the piss taken out of him a lot yeah, because he came from he's, well he's Canadian first yeah. of all <laughs> Canadian rapper and he <laughs> him and a, Snow do you remember yeah. Snow Informer no. remember the song Informer no oh you gotta look up Informer it's, it's a one hit wonder Canadian rapper called Snow oh, right. and he had a song no. called Informer oh right okay. this will be a good end to the podcast yeah but yeah, so what about Drake? He came. He comes from a very comfortable middle class background. Right. So uh, obviously, a lot of even though he's really successful, a lot of rappers obviously just don't take him seriously right. at all. <laughs> it's like, what are you <laughs> rapping about? <laughs> this is snow, is it? Yeah. Oh. You'll know it now. The kicks in. Okay. The twilight or something? <laughs> oh, hey, I think so. Oh, right. <laughs> oh, right. I just know this is the Nicky Bum Bum song. Something about a Bum Bum at the end. <laughs> I didn't know that was called Informer. It's so bad. He's Canadian. He is, yeah. Good to yeah. know, right? Okay. He's the Canadian vanilla ice. You know, so you funny. tell you couldn't get whiter than vanilla yeah. ice. Oh, here's right, okay. Here's your right. Canadian uh, <laughs> version. Yeah. Right, well, we're on 109 now, so we're, right, so we're not so recommending. I wouldn't recommend it. I wouldn't no. recommend it. Particularly if you were a big fan beforehand. Mm, might, might just make you, you know, sad. Yeah. So, yeah, but I, I wouldn't recommend it. But I'd say if, you're, if you are going to listen to it, whatever opinion you have after five tracks, yeah, you that will won't be, be swayed. And it might you know, get worse. Isn't. I would say if you're going to listen to it, maybe listen to Shabazz Palaces instead or listen yeah, to Or straight Stolo, afterwards. Or, um, or Informer by Snow. <laughs> I'd even yeah. recommend that over. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, All okay, right. so recommendations then. Oh, um, recommendations. What have I watched? What have you been watching at the moment? Uh, I watched the first episode of Why the Last Man. Oh yeah, which is, yeah, is in started off quite well. It's going to be on Disney Plus starting this weekend, I think. Okay. Or no, early next week. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else have I watched? I remember. Watched a few things, but none of them were jumping. Nothing very really good. Yeah, right. What about you? Yeah, I'm watching. I'm telling you about it and trying to get you to watch it. Yes, <laughs> Even though every it. time I talk about it, I make a face like I'm in pain. But, uh, <laughs> there's a uh, show that I'm watching at the moment called The North Walther. The North Walther. The North Walther. The North Walther. It's really hard to say that. The North water well i i'm I famously in here well with laura anyway struggle with the word water the word i'll sometimes water. say water yeah. it, it's kind of like a bottle of water did you talk about, <laughs> yeah you got a bit northy there yeah. bottle of water, a bottle of water. It's, it's the it's the th with the immediately following followed by yes. the wa yeah you can see how that would be a problem <laughs> It's called the North Water, and um, Colin Farrell is in it, and Jack O'Connell, and uh, it's based in is it Victorian time? Um, the whaling boats. Yeah, I guess um, so. At the time of Jack the Ripper, I think. Yeah. <laughs> like I said, Jack the Ripper time. You know, fog. 
you bog London yeah. every that time Pubble where stones. everything just seems really dirty and yes. horrible and yeah, everybody's absolutely. always killing each Murdering other prostitutes. it's a horrible time yeah. but uh, anyway it's based on that the first episode I, I was actually going to turn it off because I was thinking this is just rough and I don't want to watch it then they get onto the boat and it gets really really good I okay. really recommend it it's good. one of I'm the best series today. I've seen yeah. but I'm just going to warn it, it is rough and it's kind of like it shows the worst side of humanity but, you know, other than that, it's great. Other than that, it's really good. Yeah, I can't remember what else I've been watching. It's not um, a whole lot at the moment, though. No. But, yeah. I'm but watching The Walking Dead and not want, not knowing why I'm watching it. Okay, right. I've oh, never seen Oh, What that. We Do in the Shadows. Oh, yeah, you were saying, That's, yeah. That's uh, the third series of that just started, and they had, uh, they've had three episodes so far, and it's just full of just brilliant tiny little aside guys where they talk about their history and that we've been alive for 500 years right. of vampires yeah. but Matt Berry is in it and at one point he, he mentions how uh, in the past he got he got into trouble for transporting miners across state lines <laughs> yeah. but it cuts to a picture of coal miners <laughs> and it's just so yeah. stupid yeah. but it just made me I love him laughter. so much it's actually just so a fa- final note before we finish up you were showing me a clip the other day in the staff um, room yeah. of from what's the name of that Toast show? of London Toast if you look London. up Toast of London Scream on yeah. YouTube it's Matt Berry in a sound just... studio and I watched it and I laughed so much one of our colleagues came out she was in a little <laughs> yeah. computer room she came out because she thought I was crying and I had somehow made it happen <laughs> and you were just sitting there <laughs> just I don't know there, what like, yeah, just being an emotionally me. stunted man not being able to communicate <laughs> yeah. with you while you cried so yeah is that how much I well, laughed hopefully it it'll was stop just... soon <laughs> <laughs> it was just so funny I laughed yeah. so much Something Toast of London crying. Scream on YouTube is my yeah. recommendation for this week okay that's great okay until next time Next time.